Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Cinema Scumbags Movie Podcast, episode 111. My name's Seth. I'm Matt. I'm Nick. What's up, fellas? Was cracky. Can't wait for Halloween, buddies. <laughs> Did you hear the Halloween news? I've Halloween heard every buzz? piece of news. <laughs> oh, a new trailer going to be it. It's <laughs> <laughs> Cinnamon Con. Did you hear there's going to be a cum. training montage? Ooh. Jamie Lee Curtis, you know, just lifting there's up pumpkins. There's no easy way out. <laughs> lifting up pumpkins. <laughs> Damn, sounds awesome. <laughs> Sylvester Stallone is Michael. Ooh. <laughs> Can't wait to hear what the Michael laugh sounds like. Yeah, <laughs> Did you we'll know the accuracy of the mask shows his other eye gouged out? <laughs> <laughs> Did you know that it's been 40 years since the last movie and the mask aged 40 years too? Did you know if you brighten up the teaser trailer you can see that Michael's missing his left eye? <laughs> God. If you have time to brighten up, let me... <laughs> Did you know if you waste that kind of time, you don't have a woman? Yeah. (laughs) Continuity. (laughs) Wow, I'm glad they remembered his eye was gone. The attention to detail is outstanding. (laughs) (laughs) That's the type of detail only Danny McBride could uh, bring to a family. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, well, hopefully it's good. Can't wait, can't wait. Well, we've been talking about Halloween forever, so we're gonna uh, it, we'll keep talking it up until it comes out and ultimately disappoints you know, everybody. <laughs> well, but, you're the only you know. one that keeps talking about it. That's true. That's true. I'm obsessed. I'm try. I'm trying to keep your expectations in check, so it's not. Anyone ever. know any Michael Myers documentaries? <laughs> Does any? <laughs> if anybody sees the trailer come out, send it to me. Please send it to me before you watch it. Send it to me I, first. <laughs> I keep refreshing Twitter. It's gonna. Ha- it's gonna be leaked real quick oh I'm sure how about speaking of trailers how about that venom trailer guys huh yeah yes huh guys what did you uh, like it? <laughs> should have been tougher grace oh god that's he weird because at work the other day you said i'm glad it's not tofer it should have been fucking jackie from uh <laughs> that 70s show <laughs> <laughs> oh. i'm venom Wilder, Wilder Valderrama. <laughs> I would watch. <laughs> oh. Yeah, I watched it. You know what? I I normally don't watch any any trailers for you know that comic book stuff, but I did check that out just because I wanted to see how they portrayed Venom. That looked like the CGI suck fest I imagined it'd be. Yeah, agreed. <laughs> Leave it alone. But I mean, how how do you do Venom without uh, CGI? You know, I get it. That's true. That's that's a very good point you have there, Seth. Yeah. Anyways. Anyways. Movies. <sighs> movies. Skin start the, start the sad music now. We've oh, we got a, a lot of deaths. Yeah, we do. Yeah, we, we have plenty of deaths the past couple weeks. Uh, first off, talk a little bit about uh, Milos Foreman. Rest in peace, Milos. Uh, director of such films as One Floor of the Cuckoo's Nest, Amadeus, Man on the Moon. Wow, those are uh, big yeah. titles. High-profile titles. Infamously had to deal with uh, douchebag Jim Carrey on the set of Man of the Moon. That's right. God. Have you guys ever seen that? 
I've never I seen the movie. I no, I watched the uh, that documentary though a couple weeks back. <clears throat> Made me Docu- want to watch the movie. Yeah, documentary is good. <clears throat> uh, also, we have Arlie Ermy, sadly passed wow. away. I, I mean, from Ermy Hammer. <laughs> no, not yet. <laughs> Arlie Ermy, uh, oh, okay. probably most famous for uh, for Full uh, Metal what? Jacket. <laughs> Full Metal Jacket, yeah. <laughs> Uh, he's been in a lot of movies. I mean, he was always sort of typecast as that military. Hey, he was Sarge in Toy Story. Yeah, yeah. Military loud man. Texas Chainsaw reboots. He was the. Uh, oh, that's right. Fuck, I forgot about that. You know, I mean, his performance in. I almost said Metal Gear Solid. Uh, <laughs> wow. <laughs> his performance in Full Metal Jacket is. Uh, you know, it's pretty legendary. Oh yeah, it is. Iconic. Speaking of legendary, rest in peace, Vern Troyer. What happened? This did he kill himself or what? I don't. Know. Um, I, think it's, I think it was alcoholism or something. Let me. Well, they're saying like you know he was like all depressed and it's. He, well, they were. I think they were saying a couple days before or something he might have had alcohol poisoning. Says, uh, uh, this says uh, death. Death is possible suicide. Very high level of alcohol in his system. Says yeah, coroner. So. I mean, like, I wonder a guy like that, how much could he drink, you know? What <laughs> is mean, a, a high level question. for a mo- Like, one Modelo would probably like, yeah. put him out. <laughs> I mean, it's like, shit, man. Like, what is what is a lot for him, you know? I remember watching him in The Surreal Life when he, get, he got naked and he was pissing in the corner of the, yes. <laughs> the room or whatever. Yep. I, I that, was, that was your memories of him, huh? <laughs> <laughs> wow. Not I Mini-Me or... I actually really liked his uh, YouTube channel that he started, like, I don't know, this past year. He did, like, cooking videos and just, like, really? fan mail. It's a pretty interesting channel. Wow. Yeah, unfortunate. I mean, who? <laughs> yeah, unfortunate. He was Rip Hook. No, wait, was he? Yeah. That wasn't uh, Warwick? Well, he was in one of those Harry Potter movies. Well, probably one of the dwarves, I'd assume. <laughs> I would, th- I would think so. <laughs> Safe bet. He played Snape. Oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> um, some other news. Uh, this one I find a little bit satisfying. T.J. Miller was arrested for an alleged fake bomb threat. Thank this God. This is weird. Why? So, what I remember reading was somebody said something to him he didn't like. So he called a bomb threat on them. So let's let's see. <clears throat> According uh, Department of Ju- Department of Justice press release, Miller called a nine one one dispatcher and reported he was on an Amtrak train with a female passenger who said he said had a bomb in her bag. Um, uh, Miller is alleged to have also claimed the woman kept checking her bag without taking anything out, kept asking the first class attendant what the next stop was, and what seemed to want to get off the train and leave her bag behind. Um, what else does it say here? I guess he kind of made up the story because, like I said, she said something he didn't like. I don't know, kind of fucked up. It's like, dude, you have like the best job in the world. You know, what the fuck are you calling bomb threats for? Yeah, it says. Um, I think he was intoxicated too, though. Yeah, that's what I, that's what I was about to say. Uh, they they well, told. Yeah, every time I get drunk, I call in bomb threats. Yeah, like 
How hard is it to be a normal person? Oh. No, exactly. He deserves everything he gets. Thanks for Cloverfield, TJ. <laughs> Fuck you, TJ. You suck! Wow. So angry. I'm angry an angry man. man. I'm an angry man. He's an angry boy. Well, at least I don't smash candles in my bedroom alone. That never happened. Who does that? <laughs> yeah. That, yeah, wanna. exactly. Just take a guess. Take a guess. <laughs> Moving on. <clears throat> Quit making shit up. <laughs> I don't know that that scar on your hand really said a lot. What? Huh? <laughs> you got so mad you smashed some candles, huh? <laughs> what are you, the Beast from Beauty and the Beast? <laughs> I was I was losing on MLB the show. Oh God! <laughs> if only uh, my teapot sounded like Angela Lansbury. <laughs> I'm never going to transform. <laughs> oh, that never even happened. So, quickly. what's wrong with my Diamond Dynasty team? <laughs> so, you um, hear about that Halloween trailer? <laughs> <laughs> moving on, moving on. In uh, Netflix's latest attempt to make some more money, uh, says here they may be in the market to buy movie theaters. Okay. okay. <laughs> So, uh, <laughs> so I mean, we're going to get to see the Irishman on the big screen? I guess. So a big part of Netflix's ethos is wrapped up in worldwide day and date releases. They want everyone to have access to the film at the same time. Uh, causes problems for the companies, but it says it's so limited. Um, let's see. When a major blockbuster Anyth- fi- What? Anything to help uh, close the gap between having to go to the theaters and watching a movie at home... Sign me up. I hate the theater. Do you? Well, yeah. I mean, it's just, you know, we've had the discussion before. I, I, yeah. Like, if, if there was a service where, you know, okay, a new movie comes out, you get to stream it for, you know, five hours, I would mm-hmm. pay, you know, double, even triple than it would cost me to go see it somewhere. Yeah. I mean, that would be ideal. I, I do like, I don't know, I guess, I don't like the people. I like the setting more. I mean, like. Yeah. Right. The sort of theater grade audio and and all that stuff. Um, I, I mean, I've had really good theater experiences, but I've also had really shitty ones. Yeah. You know, it's, it's you never know. So, especially it, like a new movie, you know, like on like the opening weekend or something. Fuck that. Right. So it looks like they're doing it more for smaller movies. Um, it says whether we're talking art house films or franchises, it's all about the money, and frequently the smaller productions simply don't have enough left to market their film properly. That's the beauty of Netflix running a theater chain. Yes, they could still play blockbusters and hold screens for their own content, but they would also have a dedicated audience for their own trailers. So I guess it's more of a way for people to see the movies that they put out. And okay, okay. I mean, it, I mean, it's yeah, I get it. You know, if people yeah. are missing out on the Netflix exclusive stuff if they don't, you know, aren't a customer. Yeah, but I, I wonder if <clears throat> for those movies they would put in theaters, if you would have the option to just watch it, you know, free on Netflix or go to the theater and pay, or maybe they do like a, if you have a Netflix account, you go in and watch it for free. A lot of questions. Yeah, with the, or you could pay more money for that membership. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of questions, but. Well, who wouldn't want to see the ridiculous six on the big screen? <laughs> right. <laughs> Me. Half of America apparently. <laughs> Uh, it's interesting, though. It's interesting. 
Yeah, we'll see. I mean, how many of these rumors for stuff like this actually play out? I mean, what yes. what was the whole texting in a movie theater thing we talked about before? Oh yeah, that shit like never ends up, you know, coming to be. Nobody wants that. <clears throat> Speaking of something that nobody wants, <laughs> nobody wants to be branded. Oh man, that's right. <laughs> Love the story. <laughs> Allison Mack oh, okay. has officially been arrested for her her involvement in the cult that she was a part of. Where you she know, would, if we did like the classic, sorry to interrupt. If we did like the classic, the classic, you know, thumbnails like we used to, it would be a perfect opportunity for her scumbag over Allison Mack's face. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I have to go old school for this one. <laughs> Ooh, bringing it back. Anyways, anyways, keep it going. Keep it going. <clears throat> so it says here last Friday. Uh, actress turned turned alleged sex cult second in command was arrested and pleaded not guilty to a slew of charges including sex trafficking and forced labor conspiracy on Tuesday a Brooklyn judge agreed to her release on five million dollar bail or bond so she was released I'm surprised she even has that much of a hmm. that much of a I, like that much popularity that it would be five million dollars. I mean, I don't know. It's it, the whole that whole story is wild to me. You know, we talked about this months back when it first kind of broke yeah. through, and then and then we, you know nobody heard about it for a long time. It's like it kind yeah. of even then it's not like a big story. Like people really aren't you know like aren't like right. talking about it on the news and stuff. It's because nobody fucking knows who she is. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. exactly, <laughs> exactly. Unless you watch Smallville. As a big fan of Honey, We Shrunk Ourselves, I found this news quite disturbing. Well, she did play a. a insane strange character in Wilfred so it makes sense and all the signs were there I mean she's gotta be like serious prison time you know potentially yeah um says Max arrest comes after Keith Rainier the alleged cult kingpin was apprehended in Mexico last month um yeah it was just kind of this weird sex cult where she would uh she would employ these people to have sex with this guy like she would uh, do what culty stuff you would do to somebody like make them feel yeah, terrible they're like, they like really restricted diets so they were all skinny yeah really uh, yeah. yeah brand them it's, it's like I mean I don't know do you feel like bad for the chick like was she brainwashed or do you just feel like scumbag I don't know it's weird I don't yeah, know how yeah, to feel about it. It's a weird, uh, like, circumstance. It's weird. But then, like, all this stuff has, has come out, like, all these, you know, old tweets that she sent to a bunch of actresses, like, oh, trying yeah, to recruit that's, them, you know? Yeah, that's wild. So, I think you sent it to me, but they were, like, really not that, that big of a deal, but she sent tweets to people like Emma Watson, Kelly Clarkson, trying right. to recruit them. Like even if it was just her saying, "Hey, I, I know you've you've got some good causes you're part of. I have another one that I think you'd be really interested in." <clears throat> really strange stuff. But it, it wasn't like through a DM or anything. It was straight tweet to tweet, like public yeah. tweet to tweet. Really bizarre scenario. Agreed. Of all the people to do it too. See, that's you know she was so traumatized <clears throat> by Ricky King making the moves on her and Ricky King. I don't want to brand King. her. Ricky King, I'm not that type of girl. 
Ricky King, I am that kind of girl. I, I guess I am, yeah, I am. <laughs> well, I guess I, I am a sex-crazed maniac. Well, you can brand my ass, Allison. <laughs> That's she the problem. Get, she needs to get some jail time for that T to G. Oh, she You and the fucking T to G, all right? Five to ten. Is that all you care about? That's all, yes, that's all I care about. <laughs> it's like, it's like starting from bottom to top. Personality, T to G. T to G. That's it. That's what matters. Uh, Tiny tooth syndrome. <laughs> Speaking of uh, terrible things, just absolutely terrible things, a Jumanji sequel has been announced no. already. I was afraid of this, that it no. would spawn this, this world... This dumbass Jumanji world. <sighs> just, that's I, like, it's not even worthy of a topic. I it, well, we don't. Ha- yeah, I mean it doesn't. We don't have to t- get into it. But idiot. I just, I hate The Rock. Nothing about that movie was even. I, I made the mistake of sitting through that. You know, a couple weeks back, just out of curiosity. You watched the whole thing by yeah. curiosity. <laughs> yeah, it was shit. <laughs> They don't even like. I mean, it's hardly. Should if that was his own standalone movie, it's just a jungle movie, right? It'd be some fine kids jungle adventure, you know. I guess, but I don't know, man. It's weird. But they mention Alan Parrish hardly for like five seconds. Yeah, Alan Parrish was here. Is he really going to take the time to scrape that into a fucking tree trunk or something? He was trying to come back. He was trying to get back so he could go to the school for boys. What can? What kind of cameo can we give that's so dumb that people can't miss it? Yeah, I agree. I like to try and make it kind of some some parts like to try and you know, I guess are slightly reminiscent to the first one, but the movie just is shit. I wasn't a fan. I get why you know it made a bunch of money though. Kids ate it up, but. Yeah, not for me. <clears throat> the Rock is like one of the most profitable guys out there right now. He is. He is. Yeah, can't wait for skyscraper. Ugh. One of the things that turned me off about him recently was when he was talking about the kind of movies he does. Like he doesn't want to do a movie where he's not the hero and he doesn't die and he dies. Oh my god! <laughs> like it always has to be a happy ending where everything works out. Oh my god! He's like. Oh, there's other actors that do that kind of stuff. This is this is what I do. Uh, well, you know, and then when he's like, you know, sixty or seventy, like Arnold Schwarzenegger is, he'll start doing movies like Maggie and shit. Oh, where he has to act. Yeah. Yeah. Well, maybe. I mean, I mean I'm not. A, I'm not really a fan of the guy or those types of movies, but he is a pretty gigantic, you know, action star. Well, yeah, considering where he came from, too. Right. A wrestler. He was a wrestler? <clears throat> he was. And then another quick one here. Uh, Fallen World apparently has more animatronics than any sequel of Jurassic Park. Huh. <sighs> I thought that was kind of cool. Yeah, I mean, I like animatronics. Did you? <laughs> You know, I thought you'd be excited Howard about an animatronic. this. I mean, it's just this trailer. I've watched both of them. That just doesn't do it for me. Do you watch the yeah, new one? The newest, newest one? one actually got me a little interested. 
I just don't understand. Like, you know, where where are we going with this this franchise? You know, they're taking over the world, dude. <sighs> well, they're trying to destroy the they're trying to destroy the island finally. After yeah, and they escape to fucking where wherever England, where the fuck do they go? I don't know. It's like some, I like uh, the I like the director. I mean, I say that for have to do is drop a couple bombs on that island, move you over. Well, well, that's, that's the thing. I think they're trying to rescue the animals and shit. It's like some fucking, you know? They're trying to, I don't know. Whatever. Oh, man. You haven't like seen enough, it yet. Enough with the Jurassic Park shit already, you know? Enough. Well, I mean, Jurassic World is one of the highest grossing movies, like, ever, right? Oh, that's, yeah, that's very true. Yeah. You know, it's all, all about the money, so I'm sure. But so is Black Panther. That's true. That's, so there you that go. tells you a lot. Uh, baby. <laughs> who wants some Avengers spoilers? <laughs> oh yeah, who wants to have the T, movie? T, you want some Avengers spoilers? <laughs> uh, let's Just move on one. to some <laughs> another one. Never mind. I'm not give even small, going to give a small one. <laughs> no, um, got a couple trailers here. First one: Hot Summer Nights. Our boy Daddy Timothy oh. Chalamet and Micah Monroe. <laughs> Got a little bit of a whackness vibe from this movie. Well, if it's half as good as whackness, then, you know, sign me up. I love that movie. Well, I really don't know what it's about. I think he's, like, trying he to sell drugs. He sells drugs, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, Matt will automatically watch it because it's a neon-colored poster. <laughs> it's, it's not really that neon. Yeah. It's you not know. up to my neon par. Well, there's uh, there's neon colors going through his head, so that's... Fucking beyond the gates? Give me a break. My No, 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 no. My buddy's friend uh, directed the movie, so I had to watch it. I was trying to watch it. Just because it's a fucking purple and black poster. It's not why I watched it. <laughs> it's because Stop I know it. I know the person who Stop did it. Stop it. I know who made it. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, I know people. Gee, I'm, I'm apologizing for that. Well, you know everybody. No, I don't. Did you? Never mind. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Oh shit! So, uh, oh, by the way, uh, well, never mind. I'll, I'll tell you. I'll tell you. <laughs> Synopsis just says a teen winds up in over his head while doing drugs with a rebellious partner and chasing the young man's enigma- enigmatic sister during one scorching summer in Cape Cod, Massachusetts. Oh, okay, that sounds pretty, you know, intriguing. I guess <laughs> from a first-time director, I believe. Oh. oh, and it was produced by Bradley Thomas. Brad, didn't know you were a producer. Oh wow. Good for you, buddy. Well, it's distributed by A24, so it makes sense. There you go. So that's that. And then there was one Hotel Artemis. Jodie Foster's back. Not a fan Not a fan of this fucking trailer. <laughs> Something she, she has like a fucking accent, and it's just, she looks like she woke, like got out of bed. Yeah, it looks like she's aged about 60 years since God. the last season. <laughs> I'm a fucking rough. doctor from Hotel Artemis. Oh, Fuck what off. a... Yeah, it looks crappy. It looks like a piece of shit. Shut up! I love Charlie Day! <laughs> um, That's fine, but he can't save a whole fucking movie. <laughs> I'd rather oh. watch Hotel Rwanda. <laughs> I would rather watch Hotel Transylvania. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh, my God. Shut up! 
Leave him alone. <laughs> Leave Jody alone. That trailer really was a mess, though. <laughs> yeah, it was kind of all like over it, the place. It, the movie doesn't know what it wants to be. Yeah, it looks Jerry like... Jerry Foster kind of sucks, man. Like, I, like, I love Taxi Driver and <laughs> Contact. And, and Panic Room. And Silence of the Libs, but man, there's a lot of clunkers in there. You like Elysium? Yeah, that's the best out of those shitty three movies he made. What? Sorry, I'm not into fucking guys with shrimp arms. Well, no, I, I think District 9 is better. <laughs> you just don't get it. It's that a metaphor for stupid. immigration. Oh, look, he's got a fucking lobster claw coming out of his hand. Who cares? <laughs> That's the best. But you like lobster. <laughs> oh, God, if if only it was the shape's hand curling out of him. <laughs> only if Nick right. Castle was... <laughs> Why couldn't Nick Castle's hand grow out of him? God, I can't wait till that Halloween movie fucking just gets critical acclaim and makes so much money. I can't, I can't wait for the trailer to come out. I walk over to your desk and you're like, well, eh. No, Seth's going to lie. He's going to like it no matter what. Oh, yeah. that's <laughs> Yeah, because that's what I do. He can't live with himself. We, are, like. we already predicted it. You're either going to build it up too much that so you're going to be disappointed or you're going to lie to yourself even though you don't like it. Yeah. I don't even like, do that. I'll like tell a you Marvel fanboy. <laughs> that's not even true. Fuck the critics. <laughs> or, or it's going to be good. Suicide yeah, there's a possibility it's going to be good. It's going to be great. It's I'm telling you, it's going to be like Terminator 2. With, uh, <laughs> Damn. <that's, laughs> Shut up. That's, uh, some, uh, G- see, I'm telling you, I can already see the parallels. Jamie Lee Curtis is doing the Linda Hamilton like buff badass thing. It's going to be sick. <laughs> didn't How I call, didn't I call that, that like earlier? Yeah, you you might have. That. It, it's going to be great. How can you with call that? You haven't seen footage yet. <laughs> God, well, she has no. Tra- she's been training for forty years. She might. She has no off. Linda. <laughs> she's better. She's fucking okay. just eating Activia. <laughs> Activia. <laughs> oh, that's that's about enough of that. Ooh, come and a... get it, Michael. Come oh, and get it. Man. Something that might whet your whistle, Matt, about Hotel Artemis. Yeah. Composed yes. by Cliff Martinez. Ooh, it's gonna have some synthy synth in it. Uh, neon lights. <laughs> oh, that's automatic. It four didn't hit stars. my neon quota. Sorry, I ain't gonna watch it. <laughs> automatic four from Matt. <laughs> At least a three. Oh Jesus Christ! <laughs> Douche. Ew. Okay, let's talk about some Blu-ray and theater releases. This week sucks. <laughs> 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 Coming <laughs> to Blu-ray, May first, Winchester. Ugh. What is that? With Helen, porch movie or something? It's that fucking haunted hotel shit. You say, you say porch movie? <laughs> Horse movie. Oh, oh, no. I wish. It's not. No, it's the one it's about that. the Helen Mirren as the Helen Mirren. In the ghost the, house, uh, you know, the Winchester house in uh, California. Oh, okay. Horror is movie. Is that in California? Yeah, it's like up up north a little bit. Oh, that'd be cool to see. Um, so if you don't want to watch that, you can watch Peter Rabbit. Peter Rabbit comes out to 4K. No, no, I'm oh, okay. I heard it was offensive to people with food allergies. I'll oh skip my it. God, everything's offensive. When does that Phantom Thread 4K come out that you owe me? By the way, the week uh, after the the eighth actually. So when I'm over there, I'll just buy it for you. Oh, okay. And Great. I expect pork on a fork. So. Yeah. You're treating me to (laughs) treating me to fork. Why don't you Um, just feed him your pork? So Peter Peter Rabbit. 
if you if you want to watch that, or if you're a Marvel fanboy, you can watch Chris Hemsworth in Twelve Strong. Twelve Strong comes out to Blu-ray. <sighs> with the most generic cover ever. I don't want to. I'm gonna watch Black Hat. <laughs> oh God! <laughs> I'd rather watch Avengers. Well, it all comes down to the only movie that matters that comes out: Tremors. A cold day in hell, baby. Oh, what Jamie what Kennedy, is that? Michael Gross, Jamie Kennedy. Jamie Kennedy. Yeah. What number is that? I think it's four, four or five. That's it. I, I like thought there six. were seven of them. This I is before like six or seven. No, is there? Is there six? I thought I there was seven. Tremors five for sure. Yeah. So okay, maybe it's number six, and then they're doing the mini series or whatever. Jamie Kennedy. It, if Tremors? it goes to Netflix, I'm watching it. What the hell's going on? I mean, what the hell is going on? It's going on. I, I mean, what? But yeah, this one, a cold day on? in hell. It's the tremors in the snow. That's kind of cool. Oh, okay, neat. They're graboids. Wow, they're oh. changing it to make it fresh. Yeah, a fresh yeah. take on tremors. Got to do what you got to do. You know what I'm saying? Now, just you know, holding out hope for a Malibu's most wanted too. Keep holding. <laughs> <laughs> you and no one else. <laughs> yeah. What was the other you one he was in that uh, wet movie? One was in with him. Who cares? Probably something nobody's ever seen. I know you know it. <laughs> Bro, what happened? Yeah. <laughs> of course you know it. Ugh. Vince Offer directed that. <laughs> uh, A Vince Shlomi picture. Shlomi? <laughs> you mean his name's not really Vince Offer? Hey, it's Vince with Slap Chop. <laughs> You're going to love my nuts. <laughs> is that all you got, Matt? That's it. It's a shitty week. There's nothing. It always is. Movies are dead. <laughs> True. No, they're not. Because we have movies like Avengers Infinity War coming out this week. What did you Da-na-na. say? Virginity? <laughs> Virginity War? Avengers Virginity Wars. <laughs> oh, shit. That is fucking funny. <laughs> The Earth's mightiest heroes must protect the Earth. Well, haven't heard that before. God. <laughs> oh, it's man. I I feel like I hold a lot of Thanos power. Thanos looks like a nutsack. Like, <laughs> I feel like I hold hold all the power, knowing everything that happens. I just want to ruin it for somebody. I know. I know. Did you post it in any New York blogs lately? Not yet. I haven't seen anything that pissed me off yet. <laughs> God, I spoiled Star Wars for about 50 people. I'm proud of it. <laughs> what a douchebag. <laughs> I don't want to spoil it for anybody because I don't want anything spoiled for me. So Halloween spoilers. Yeah, I don't want Halloween oh. spoiled for me. Guess what? He lives or he dies. <laughs> Guess what? Jamie Lee Curtis dies. No. <laughs> <laughs> I like my drama to be on a smaller scale. Not always the earth being taken over. Who gives a shit? It who never wants, does. Who wants to know what happens? <laughs> who wants to know who dies? Well, uh, I'll give one okay. spoiler. I'll give one spoiler here. Loki has a baby. And he's... He, what? Loki ends up having a baby. He ends up being a woman. And he has oh. a baby with the Hulk. Oh. Wow. Hulky. Yeah. Moving on. Anyway. So the Avengers, Avengers talk just brings it down. It, it does. It down. We, can, we can't do it. It's just impossible. No, got nothing to say. Dave, I hope you enjoy it, brother. We can't do it. 
the movie I'd prefer to watch over that, Disobedience, starring Rachel Weisz and Rachel McAdams in a lesbian movie. Oh, hmm. Okay. A woman what are your returns. Favorite lesbian pictures. <laughs> what? So, what are your favorite lesbian pictures? <laughs> our top. Good. <laughs> we thought it only right. <laughs> Talk about our favorite lesbian pictures. Well, yours is probably uh, blue, right? Blue is the warmest color. That movie's an M word, bro. Gotta gotta rewatch it. It's so sure. good, man. Mm, I can't think of any off the top of my head. Is there? Yeah, is there a big genre? Desert Hearts? That's pretty decent. It's a Criterion now. I don't know. Yeah. Hmm. Well, this one films out there. This Let's know. this one could definitely crack the top five since I can't think of two of them. Uh, a woman returns to her Orthodox Jewish home after the death of her rabbi father and stirs up controversy when she shows an interest in an old childhood friend. And lesbian ensues. Okay, interesting, interesting. Hmm. Um, oh, we got our next, uh, our next Adam Sandler Netflix film. Why? <laughs> <laughs> Why? Why? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Spanglish too. It's called The Week Of. The parents of a soon-to-be-married couple make the final preparations for the wedding ceremony. Starring Adam Sandler and Chris Rock. Also Steve Buscemi. It doesn't say so. Hmm. I'll pass. Just give me Happy Gilmore 2, please. Can we see a Punch Drunk Love 2, please? Jeez. Well, that's it for that. Um, we did get an announcement for July Criterions. Oh. So these are the movies that will come out right as the sale's going on. <clears throat> uh, first off, interesting selection, I would say, Bull Durham. Very yeah, weird. See, they're is, reaching. They're reaching. Yeah. Yeah. Tony, I, you know, they're putting out too many titles. Well, I mean, like, there's... Uh, Tim Robbins, there's, though, don't they? Yeah, that's true. But there's just so many movies like that have ever been created... I mean, I'm, ser- I'm telling you, it's like 10 years down the line, Mighty Ducks, Criterion. Yeah. I mean, like, <laughs> They're just going to run, run out of, you know? It's just, they, there's too many each year, you know? <gasps> yeah. Um, <laughs> about a former minor leaguer. Um, oh, wait. Oh, so the guy who directed it was an actual minor leaguer. Okay. I've never so seen I, it. Yeah, I mean, it's about a minor league baseball team and the, the, the shit that goes on with it. Um Let's see. Wouldn't be my first choice for a Kevin Costner criterion, but, you know, what do I know? <laughs> Bull Durham is a freewheeling hymn to wisdom, experience, and America's pastime, tipping its cap to all those who grind it out for the love of the game. It's yeah, solid. Like, not a criterion title. That's like Kevin Costner's third best baseball movie. I don't know why the fuck that's even. I don't, know. <clears throat> I don't get it. Have you seen it? No, but I know it's not going to be as good as Field of Dreams. Well, maybe not. I mean, I haven't it's, seen For the Love of the Game. Oh, yeah, I've seen that one, I think. I don't know. But it comes with a brand new 4K restoration, um, supervised and approved by the director, and new conversation between the director and film critic. Doesn't look like there's much else new to it, though. A couple commentaries, though, with Kevin Costner and Tim Robbins. Okay, okay. Uh, Next up, A Matter of Life and Death. After miraculously jumping, a pl- are surviving a jump from his burying plane, RAF pilot Peter Carter encounters the American radio operator to whom he's just delivered his dying wishes. Hmm. 
Interesting, interesting. Um, that's about it for that. Uh, new 4K restoration, new interviews, that sort of thing for those of you that are looking forward to a matter of life and death. Uh, this one I, I'm i kind of excited about. I do enjoy the movie Sex, Lies, and Videotape. Always wanted it's, to see this, never have. It's like a, like a knockoff American Beauty. Oh, who's in it? Ooh. I've heard of it's, it. But. Uh, Andy McDowell. Peter Gallagher, James Spader. I mean, it's even got Peter Gallagher, so it's yeah, like a knockoff American Beauty. I prefer um, David Gallagher from Seventh Heaven. Well, nobody else does. <laughs> He's great. He's great in Super Eight. Oh, yeah. he sure is. Love Richie Rich's Christmas Wish. Oh my God! <laughs> but it's uh, the feature debut by. Steven I like Noel Soderberg. Gallagher. <laughs> Oh, God. Today is going to be the day. It's going to be the day. <laughs> it's going to be the day. It's going to be the day. It's going to be the day. Oh. Oh, hey, let fine. us know who's your favorite Gallagher. Maybe the comedian that smashes watermelons. <laughs> yeah, it, um, it's a directorial debut, feature debut for Steven Soderbergh. Um, oh. And it's about... James Spader is like an old friend of Peter Gallagher and he likes to videotape women talking about their deepest desires. So it's kind of kind of strange, but a little interesting. Um, gets a new 4K restoration, a new program by Soderbergh featuring responses to questions sent in by fans, and a new documentary about the making of the film. New, ooh, here you go, Matt. New conversation with composer Cliff Martinez. Yeah. That's cool. enough to get you to buy it. I want to watch it. Sounds good. Next up, Dragon Inn. Looks like a samurai movie. Oh, ho, ho. The art of martial <laughs> they, they have to fill their samurai quota. The, yeah, seriously. Doesn't look like it's by Kurosawa, though. The art of martial arts filmmaking took a leap into bold new territory with this action-packed tale of Ming Dynasty intrigue. Uh, Dragon Inn combines rhythmic editing, meticulous choreography, and gorgeous widescreen compositions with a f- refinement that was new to the wuxia genre. Uh, oh, I'm more interested in, in uh, Kung Pao under the fist criterion. Ooh, I agree. I want a sequel to that movie. <laughs> Please. Well, they left it up to that. It's possible. Uh, gets a new 4K restoration and a new interview with an actor from the film. And then lastly, uh, we get a new set, Dietrich and Von Sternberg. Yosha Von Sternberg. Von Sternberg. <laughs> Anybody? <laughs> Yosha da, da, da. <laughs> Six. Uh, you got six films in it, including Morocco, Dishonored, Shanghai Express, Blood Venus, The Scarlet, Ex- the Scarlet Empress, and The Devil is a Woman. So, if you're a big fan of Marlene Dietrich or <laughs> Josef von Sternberg, then <laughs> this is your thing. New 2K or 4K restorations on all six films. New documentary about Marlene Dietrich. Uh, a new documentary on Dietrich's status as a feminist icon. New video essay. Tons of stuff in there. So, if you enjoy your German cinema, there you go. Okay, okay, okay. Great. Couple things in there. I mean, by the time the sale rolls around, I'm sure there'll be plenty to to pick up. Can't wait for the sale. Thanks, uh-huh. Criterion. Thanks, Criterion. <laughs> Thanks, Criterion. Uh, now let's move on to our our main topic. We're going to bring in a special guest for this. 
So hopefully she's recording. Oh Tea. my god, is she? What? Oh my god, you guys know women? Wow. I Tea. don't believe it. Are you there? I am. Hopefully oh I'm god. recording. <laughs> That'd be well, awful. Is it, is it going along with a blue line? <laughs> Come on, T. Can you, can you see like waveforms? Yeah, it looks like it. Is the arrow moving on top with a blue line underneath of your sound? Wait, is the arrow supposed to be blue? No, it's I'm just red. Kidding. I'm just kidding. Oh yes, my it's god, it's, it's all falling apart. <laughs> anyway, <clears throat> so today we're going to be talking about differences between books and movies. Uh, there's always that discussion of what's better, a book or a movie. Um, we're the movie guys. Tease the book girl. So uh, it, it'd be good to get a perspective from a person that is all about the books. Yeah. All about so, the books. All about the books. <laughs> and all about the books. So uh, y- you compiled a list yes. of uh, a bunch of different things. So um, why don't we start off with some of them, talk about some differences. Do you have the differences between them? Yeah, yeah. It's called Google. No, I'm just kidding. Yes, I do. <laughs> Damn, roasted. <laughs> Jeez, got roasted. Cool. Well, that's about all the time we have for you. It's been fun. <laughs> no, no, I so, do uh, have the differences, <clears throat> so it's fine. Cool. Um, Go ahead and... Uh, Okay, so there's a couple that are just, like, super quick and easy. A lot of book lovers hate these adaptions. Um, Twilight. Let's just uh, hit it well, with that one. Well, this probably suck on both on both ends. <laughs> well, here's the thing. The book was written to be awkward. Like, it was written for her to feel not as pretty. And really, she's, like, supposed to be this drop-dead gorgeous person. And then you have Kristen Stewart, who plays her so... You know, that didn't really work. Hey, I like K-Stu. Hey, I like her too, but not in Twilight. Okay, Panic Room then. Yeah, Panic Room's good. I'll take that. It's got Jared Leto in it too, What is so, going on? You know. Good dialogue. <laughs> yeah. I like it. Um, so hey, and Robert Pattinson's a great actor. Ooh, our pets. Okay, I would say the two main ones are amazing in every other movie they've been in but they had a terrible script it was one of those that like the book didn't translate well with the script and so it ruined it so that you have specific things that are different um for that one it's just the dialogue i mean mainly the dialogue and the way that the emotions were played from the the um so it was just a bad transition from book to screen right yeah there's okay. a lot of the same things that, that correlate. Like, it really did hit a lot of the main points in the book, but it's the transition to the... Oh, transition. Uh, <laughs> transition, eh? Oh, transition, you say? Yeah. Um, oh. The other ones, uh, quick hits. Anyways, I'm moving on. Um Nicholas Spark books. I've heard there's a lot of people that don't like those, um, except for the earlier ones like Message in a Bottle, The Notebook. Um, oh yeah, our, tar- our target audience uh, loves all those. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I'm just hitting some quick ones, okay? <laughs> I got you. I'm just uh, giving uh, you a hard time. Yeah, okay. Just because you don't watch it doesn't mean our audience oh, doesn't yeah. watch it. Okay, okay, okay. okay. All right. Um, so yeah, those ones. There's a lot that they just like completely change. Like everything after really like the Notebook, they just it go, they go downhill. Like I refuse to watch. Just make them like sappy and you know, yeah. Life story. Don't, like don't they make movies? Isn't like every one of his books turned into a movie? 
Yeah, ba- right? Yeah, basically. I think he has, like, 30 books, and there's, like, almost the same amount of movies out. I don't know. It's ridiculous. Some you wouldn't even know are his, either. Yeah. They're just, like, crappy love stories. Keep yeah. that shit on a Lifetime channel, now. Seriously. It's, like, not needed. Um, don't like The Notebook? Notebook's no, great. I love The Notebook. The Notebook is an amazing adaption. They did an amazing job on that one. It's a lot of the ones that came well, out. Well, I was more so that. talking to Seth. But. Oh. Um, sorry. Sorry. Oh, no, no, no. It's, uh, you know. No. <laughs> Just say no. <laughs> Glad you're honest. So, Seth, you're going to come over. We're going to make some glad. popcorn. You can watch the notebook with us. Change your okay. mind. Yeah, okay. glad you're glad you're, right you're indes- there. <laughs> glad your indecisiveness is still alive and kicking. Uh, um, what else you got? Let's see another quick one. Um, again, it's more of like a girly book, but it's My Sister's Keeper by Jodi Picoult. Um, they killed the wrong person in the movie. Was that that oh. cancer flick? Yeah, spoilers. Um, whatever. Just it's been it. out for years. Cameron yeah, Diaz, let, right? let, yeah, let's go ahead and say right now there may be spoilers in oh. some spoiler of these talk. movies yeah. and books that we talk about. So spoiler alert, listener beware. Spoiler alert. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so they killed like the wrong person in the movie, and I remember oh my. Like, the outrage that people had. Like the ending was completely different. Really? How do they do? Like that's crazy <laughs> to me. Yeah. Did they, I mean, did they do it on purpose? I, from everything I was looking into about it, there's nothing saying why they did it. They just wow. <laughs> killed the wrong person. Jesus. If anyone knows, by all means. But, yeah, they just switched the sisters. Weird. Um, so that's those are, like, the quick ones that are super easy. Um, a couple of big ones. There's a couple of these books that I haven't read, like, all the way through. Um, my mom's a big Stephen King book fan, so okay. she gives me the spoilers for him. I can never read any Stephen King books. So a couple of his... Well, uh, he's notoriously not good at endings. You don't read yeah. them because like they spook you out? or No, because my mom tells me about it. Oh, because <laughs> you already know about it, so what's the point? Yeah, gotcha. so it's, it's kind of hard to read them uh, okay. because my mom tells me everything. Uh, so one big one is <clears throat> It. Um, that book is... Oh, yeah, this the movie is both of them are completely different than what's in the book. I mean, insanely different. Um, the book is probably, I think I was looking and it's like a thousand pages or it's more. Huge, it's huge. Yeah. It's like ridiculous. Yeah. Huge. So huge. <laughs> so so it makes sense why they don't put everything, but there's a lot of key things in it. Um, well, I don't know. I don't know why they wouldn't put like a kid orgy at the end. And make yeah. a great movie. Yeah, you know. <laughs> huh. Come on, we That's need what that I was looking for. Well, <laughs> it's the one of the main things that I know of is the big turtle yeah. that created the whole universe by mm-hmm. vomiting it up. Basically, yeah. So that's what? like, a, yeah, that's <laughs> yeah, a huge yeah. plot in in the book. It's bizarre. It's this this giant sea turtle that created the universe by vomiting it up. Yeah, I think he's like the uh, the creator of the energy that is Pennywise. That mm-hmm. is. Sounds wow. dumb. Yeah, it, I mean, I, <laughs> if it they makes, could do it right, maybe it'd be cool, but right. that's like walking a thin line, because that's just like such an obscure thing. Right. Stephen King's a weird guy, man. I think all the stuff that's come out of that guy's head. I Yeah, he's a little... I don't know how he's fully sane. Yeah, something's not right. <laughs> um, <laughs> I would say the closest that they got to referencing that in the movies would be in the newer adaption that they did, where they had... 
if you watch the movies, you'll see there's a lot right. of turtle references. I um, noticed yeah. that. Yeah, and that's the that's their correlation to the turtle, but they don't outright say about the turtle. And that's I was like, that's like not, not more f- yeah. yeah more fan service to those who really know about who know it. all about it, right? Um, uh, there's another aside from the orgy. There was another difference that my mom had told me. I think it's supposedly more violent, too, in the yeah. book, right? Yeah, I think, if I remember correctly, there is a lot of violence that goes on in it. Um, I did start reading it, and um, the, the 90s version, the adults, like, uh, what was that guy's name? Stan, I think, um, when he commits suicide, uh-huh. that actually, like, that is portrayed correctly in the book. So hopefully when they do the adult version for the, it that comes out, they like do it that way as well. Um, but there is a lot of like, um, Oh, what's the, the, the Pennywise, um, in the nineties adaption, cause it's easier to kind of reference off of that one since it's the full version. Um, they did that correctly by the spider. However, it's supposed to be Oh yeah. This like like full of light and um like if you look at it it, it blinds you or yeah, something like that. And and it just like totally takes you away kind of thing. It's like this out of world experience kind of thing and um um that's why in in the 90s version there's a lot of those like lights and blinding and flashes because that's what that's how Pennywise gets his victims and they only like barely touched on that in the newer version when he opens his mouth with Beverly I didn't like when they were down in the sewer in the new version it just felt like they were on a set it didn't feel like a sewer at all you know I don't know something Mm -hmm. was weird about it yeah I mean I, I get that he's like this being like this transforming being all that stuff where he opened his mouth and like Mm -hmm. his eyes would split i just did not i didn't like that it's a lot of um a lot of it i think is they're trying to like nod to the book because that's what a lot of the book is the book is just sure weird um and like the arm piece of it for um georgie was um that actually happens like um the, that part they did right the only part that they didn't do was georgie actually goes out on a drain and they actually find him um hmm. and that's Shit. yeah so <clears throat> well i think I mean, obviously, with the movie, if they found him, he wouldn't go looking in the sewers, so it took away from that part of the movie. Right. I'm trying yeah, to see... Yeah, they, like, tied that together. So, yeah. I mean, we can keep moving on. We don't have to stick too long on, on um, a lot of these. It, yeah. Um, Shit. Shit. <laughs> Disappoint me. Disappoint Beat me to it. <laughs> Love big claymation spiders at the end. Wow. <laughs> Hopefully it's better in the second um, probably not. Probably not, no. Um, so the other one that's a very famous Stephen King one is The Shining. Oh, I could talk all day about this one, girl. <laughs> oh. um, so 
from. There's a lot of differences with the movie. Yeah, yeah. and I'm trying to see. Cause this is one from that what I, I haven't read. From well, what first I we got to oh sorry go ahead. Well, what all I was going to say was from what I've heard, it's it's less of a Stephen King adaptation and more of a Stanley Kubrick movie. I was going to say to oh, this yeah. day we have to touch on the fact that to this day Stephen King still bitches about the movie. Oh yeah, yeah, and a lot of uh, the main problem with a lot of Stephen King books is that um, there is so much internal monologue that it's hard to express that in movies. And so that's why a lot of his movies don't get portrayed the way that they are because the internal monologue that's going on inside of whoever the main person is is just more important than what's going on in the actual setting. And that's what Stephen King portrays on more. Like a good example of it would be The Stand. Um, In The Stand, he has like three pages just talking about how a crow is eating an eyeball off of a dead person. Like, that's how oh, detailed... God. Yeah, it's... I stopped reading it after that part. That's how detailed he gets because yeah. it's all about the description of it. And in a movie, you can't really do that as well. Right. Well, I was know one of his big complaints of The Shining was that in the book, um, the Jack Torrance character... Is like a normal guy at first and gradually mm-hmm. succumbs to like alcoholism. Mm-hmm. But in the movie, Jack Nicholson is like insane right from the get go. Right You're like, this start. guy's fucking crazy. Yeah. 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 Um, a lot of the same pieces of it is going to be uh, Danny seeing the ghost. Like, that's a definite big part of it. Um, most of, <clears throat> of Danny, um, his character is very, very much the same. Um, I want to say another big difference is the maze, and I'm trying to find... That's not even in the book, is it? Oh, gosh. I, I'm pretty sure the maze is in the book, but it's yeah, it's done differently, like way differently. Right. Yeah, how does like, the book end? Um, like, how does that? Let me get okay. to that. So, it says that the book's epilogue is set during the next summer. Um, the person who has taken a chef's job, his name is Halloran, at a resort in Maine, confronts Danny, or comforts Danny over the loss of his father as Rennie, as Wendy um, recuperates from the injuries that Jack inflicted on him. Yeah, uh, see, hmm. yeah, he, I mean, it's so different. They're, they're yeah. so different. In the, in the movie, Halloran dies. He gets fucking yeah. destroyed yeah. by an axe. And yeah. in and in the book, he he saves Danny and Wendy. <coughs> oh, see. Would you like uh, some ice cream, Doc? <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, I see you also have Shawshank on here. Yes. Um, another adaptation, but this one was a short story, I think. Yes. So it's a um, a short story, and it was it's in, called Rita Hayworth and the Shawshank Redemption. Mm-hmm. And it's in hmm. his collection of different seasons. Um. In this one, it's based... Red's not black, for one. Right. What? No, he's not. <laughs> what um, the hell? <laughs> what the hell? What the hell's going on? You mean it's really an Irish guy? <laughs> um, <laughs> let's yeah, see. Yeah, ex- <clears throat> um, I still love that line in the movie, though. God. Not that anybody cares, but what line? No, nope, nobody cares. <laughs> it may be my. It may actually be my favorite movie of all time. What oh line, what my line god! <laughs> well, where he's like, where he says, uh, well, maybe it's because I'm Irish. He said, uh, "Why do you call you red?" Yeah, 
Yeah. Maybe it's because it. I'm Irish. <laughs> oh, that was a riveting revelation. <laughs> <laughs> you mean you're not really Irish? <laughs> oh. um, I think, for the most part, this one is pretty much the same. Like, I just read through a quick synopsis. The only big difference is that they stretched it out. And this one wasn't also known as a Stephen King movie because it's not one of his more popular books. It was, like I said, a short story inside of a collection of short stories called Different Seasons. Mm. I'm starting um, to think that um, that Stephen King is like good at starting things. And then, like, people are better at making the full movie. Yeah. yeah. Maybe. Like, he has good ideas. He yeah, just can't finish it. Fu- and then, then fucking turtles come in? What? Like, seriously? Well, and that's the thing is with the um, with the turtle piece, it's my when me and my mom were having a discussion about it, um, she was saying that it literally gets just weird. And that's why yeah. she feels like they keep it so short because they don't want people to get weirded out by it yeah no i get it it's just i don't know it's weird it's it's weird weird. he's a weird dude yeah um another popular one that's had many adaptions in the movies is going to be carrie oh um too many adaptations too many adaptations um a lot of this is the same as well um, there's the christian piece of it of like carrie being told she's um part of damnation um the gym teacher is all the same um however she first um doesn't uh like carrie like she she thinks carrie is kind of stupid um and then oh. um wow. when she realizes that carrie had no idea what happened to her when she started her uh period that's when she's kind of like oh okay let me help you so she starts off with carrie being very like stupid um let me see it looks like again it looks like a lot of this is the same they did a a good job of the earlier version of carrie not the one with what's her face um the newer one chloe Chloe yeah chloe grace yeah oh Um, that sucks well for one (laughs) she's too good looking to be carrie Sissy Spacek is a perfect carry. Yeah, Yeah. because she's ugly as shit. She's fucking skeleton. (laughs) (laughs) We're all gonna laugh at you. We're all gonna laugh at you. (laughs) I don't even like watching that original film. It it disturbs me. It's it's like I want to shower. The music is scary to me. uh, That movie's fucking creepy. So good, yeah. Um, Um, Go ahead. No, go ahead. Go ahead. Well, uh, going down the list, uh, one movie that came out recent, a couple actually, Ready Player One. Okay, mm-hmm. I mean that's that's a book that's known for all of its cameos and mm-hmm. all these throwbacks to all these nostalgic things. Like, how much different is it than what came out? Oh my gosh, it is so different. Um, I actually just recently oh, did you finish the book? Yeah, I just recently finished okay. it. Um. It is, I mean, wildly different. Right from the start, um, again, major, major spoilers on this one. Um, right from the start, in the movie, he starts all of a sudden into the quest to find the key. In the book, there's huge emphasis on how poor he is and how he can't, li- he literally cannot go anywhere but on the school grounds and it becomes this big thing because that's how he finds the key because he can't go anywhere and he starts to break the code and then he realizes 
oh my gosh, the key is on the school's planet. And that's how he ends up finding the key. So there's a lot of things that are different. Um, another huge different that, difference that I realized is that in the movie, Samantha is the one that gets trapped by the IOI, who are the bad guys trying to find the key and win the Oasis. Um, and really, in the book, it's Wade. Wade gets himself caught by the IOI and um, gets stuck in there and, like, breaks into their um, uh, internet and figures out all of these things in details. Um, another thing is one of the Chinese players, the older one, Dato, actually gets murdered in the book. And in the movie, he wasn't murdered. Mm. So there were some pretty big changes. Um, obviously, there's no T-Rex in it. Um, there's no Iron Giant in it. Um, but they do... Oh, like, really? <laughs> yeah, no, not in it. Um, but what they do in the book that I think is why they use the Iron Giant is in the book, um, they do get awarded with miniature figures, which once you activate those figures, they become giants. It's just not the Iron Giant, so it's just a nod to... Spielberg in the book or hmm. in the movie. Um, so yeah, those the I mean those are that? I don't know. Is everyone oh. okay? <laughs> Sound like a dog barking. <laughs> Sound like something dropped. <laughs> Seth said he'd Seth? be right back. Maybe he <laughs> Seth. Uh oh. Did they break through your wall finally? I think he needs life alert. <laughs> <laughs> that was just him screeching. <laughs> Keep going. What oh sorry about that. I'm back. What was that you screeching? No, I dropped something. Sorry, I didn't mean to See? leave. Oh. I had to step away for a second. Okay. <laughs> oh, God, it's funny. Um, so, yeah, that's... I mean, those are some of the big differences um, okay. that, from the book to the movie. Well, another one that came out this year, Annihilation. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. So this is one so. that I just started reading. Um, I'm only a chapter in. The book itself is only five chapters, and... They're pretty long chapters, and they're very... Um, this author is interesting. Um, the way that he writes is very scientifical and almost like no emotion. Um, <laughs> so... Yeah. Sociopath writing. Yeah, like it's really, it's really <laughs> strange. It's really strange. Oh, so you're saying he's pretentious. Um, <laughs> sure. No, it's just like that's his writing style. I've read another book of his, and it was like really hard to go through because there was like no emotion. And when there was emotion, it was just kind of like, ugh, there's emotion in this now. And it was really weird. So his writing is very interesting. Well, that's strange hmm. because the movie did have that. Right. It had the, the emotion. Yeah. yeah, the movie had yeah. a lot of emotion. Um, a big difference is that the movie starts off right away about the um, Natalie Portman's character and Isaac I Oscar Isaac, um, how they are married. Well, in the book, it starts off right away. You don't know anyone's name. Um, it's written as if it's a journal. And you they're just already in Area X. Like, you don't get any of the beginning. Oh, shit. You don't know anything. And then they're already, at the end of the movie, how they go into that tunnel. Well, into the lighthouse, which leads into the tunnel. That is only <laughs> <laughs> good cue. Um, <laughs> they actually that's like right off in the middle of the like in the start of the book, but it's not at the lighthouse. It's just in the middle of Area X. 
Interesting. Um, so, so far, it's really interesting, and um, I'm kind of excited <clears throat> to finish it, kind of see <clears throat> the other differences, but that's really... <laughs> I'd give that a five. <laughs> that's really that's all. It? Yeah, just a five. Wasn't that good? I couldn't hear it into the bedroom, from bedroom to bedroom. So, it doesn't are you guys in separate rooms right now? Yeah. Oh yeah, we're not in the same room. She's on her own thing right now. It was a weak little boy burp. <laughs> <laughs> well, sorry, I didn't have to cheat and get some some uh, soda that's been Spit sitting it out. for a year. <laughs> Shut up! Stop! You better stop. <laughs> Knock it off. <laughs> uh, let's jump into uh, a big one here, Lord of the Rings trilogy. Oh, gosh. Where do you <coughs> we don't have to go on forever about this. <laughs> I don't sure even want to read the books. I've seen the I'm movies. Sure there, I'm sure there's tons uh, that you can you can talk about, but some of the yeah. bigger things. Yeah, um, so I guess to start The Hobbit, um, that one, oh, there's not a battle at the end as big as they make it. Um, there's no CGI uh, elves in it either, so that's good. Tariel's not even a character. No. Tariel doesn't even exist. Legolas isn't in this. Yeah, um, Legolas isn't even part of it. Um, there is mention at the end of the book about Aragorn. Um, but there isn't, like, anything super... I mean, they, they for the most part... It they, didn't need to be... Stretched out into a trilogy for no, one. Absolutely. Like, I'm sure a lot of the stuff in the movie is just. This is, this is Hobbit or are we doing Lord of the Rings? The Sorry. Hobbit. The Hobbit. Well, because the, the Hobbit, Hobbit is part of the Lord of the Rings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. The Smaug? Is he uh, big big in it or no? Not as big as they made him. Uh, oh, they were just so, trying to milk you know every mm-hmm. last penny they could out oh, of that. Oh, sure. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, another thing is. One thing that I will give them is that, like, for the extended version, they include, like, when they get lost in the. I'm pretty sure they include this. It could just be me just pretending that they did. But, um, I'm pretty sure they include where the bigger, uh, dwarf dozes off and falls asleep. Does that happen in the movie? In the forest? And then what happens? And then they have to carry him out of the forest. Maybe it was just the book. I think I, I think dozed you... off in the theater. <laughs> <laughs> I've never even finished those. I've only seen the first two. I never even saw the last one. They're, they're, f- they're definitely not even close to Lord of the Rings, but they're no. fine. It's, it's okay. Martin Freeman's good in it. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it's it's not anywhere where it could have been, and it definitely didn't need to be a trilogy, for sure. The, the right. Literally, The Hobbit is like... <laughs> 400 pages so it's it's not really worth it three movies for 400 pages that's yeah. unbelievable yeah. it's not long so at I, all. I'm sure there's tons in the movie that are completely yeah, dead it's of totally short yeah like adding in like like you said Tariel and Legolas wasn't even needed um but like I said, they did hit a lot of good points. Like the um, forest was huge, and they did put that in. Um, the um, when they were in like es- escaping from the uh, what's it called uh, Elvis place. Um, oh, the other thing mm-hmm. that wasn't in there was the orcs. Um, that is just briefly touched on. It's not like a whole thing that actually happens they don't a whole battle yeah they don't follow them they don't nothing like that happens uh, at all that actually happens in fellowship of the rings actually so it's opposite mm. <gasps> mm. 
So, yeah, that's the difference in The Hobbit. And then Fellowship of the Ring, uh, like I said, the the fight sequence between the warhogs, I think that's what they're called, the works, whatever, the wolf things, and um, the goblins, that happens. The goblins? In, yeah. <laughs> the goblins? The goblins. Um, that happens in The Lord of the Rings. Um, and then a lot of Gandalf's story... Uh, from The Hobbit actually takes place in The Lord of the Rings. So it's like... Beca- Bilbo Baggins. A wizard is never late. He arrives exactly when he means to. <laughs> you should do, like, you should be in the Audible and read it and just do Gandalf's voice like that the whole time. <laughs> Can you imagine? Bilbo Baggins. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, let's see. I'm trying to think what else is different. Um, well, if you don't know, we can move on. Yeah, there's the same segment's going on as long as the Lord of the Rings. <laughs> there's just so much uh, different we, with that one. <laughs> uh, what I do want to touch on for a little bit because I, I do know a bit about this one, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Oh yeah, lots of differences. Um, well, yeah, I'm for well, yeah, so. Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, the movie with Freddie Highmore, is far closer to the book than that's, Willy Wonka. That's, that's almost exact, you know, to the book. Very. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I mean, Willy Wonka's preferable, but. Yeah, I'm not a big fan of every Oompa Loompa looking like the same little Indian guy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. A little weird. A little weird. Augustus Gloop. Augustus Gloop. <laughs> <laughs> the great big greedy nincom poop. Like, what is this shit? Yeah, I yeah. Can't. Do you own that? Do you own the the the, the no. newer version of it? No. Yeah. You do? Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I've tried watching it twice. It makes I me don't, sick. Yeah, it makes yeah. me like nauseous. Like, yeah. Really? But I what's don't really crazy it. is that is exactly the book. It oh, is. I'm sure, but it's like yeah, it's just because I, I remember I was reading the book as a kid, you know, like, and the, the original movie takes a lot. You know, is missing a lot from the book, right? Yeah, and oh, adding yeah. weird yeah. things like instead of a instead of the nut, they add a goose. Um, yeah, mm. and then they add the burping room. <laughs> That's the best part. It is. Yeah. It's so great, but it's not. T- it's not in the book. The Am I coming in Claire? <laughs> hey, mom! I said, "Am I coming in Claire?" <laughs> the tunnel of nightmares. That's definitely like a a trip. Yeah. Yeah. Is a hurricane a blowing? (laughs) (laughs) Is it raining? Is it snowing? Now I am gonna be sick. (laughs) Is a hurricane Uh, a blowing? So good. (laughs) Oh my god! Can you hear that? I'm sorry. I can. Holy fuck! What is all that? I need to go on mute. Keep going. If you don't hear from me, I'm sorry. That's that's freaky. Trying to break in. Well, you know, I'm fucking over here in Shawshank. They're trying to escape. <laughs> keep it going. Keep it going. Good second. I'd be, I'd be really curious to see them make a Willy Wonka and the Great Glass Elevator movie. Yeah. Didn't they? Weren't they going to do that? Didn't they? Aren't they talking about doing that? I don't know. I, I feel like we've talked about that. Yeah. What I mean. Maybe we're making it up. <laughs> Maybe it's all fabricated. <laughs> Maybe it's fake. Uh. Matilda, let's talk about that one, because I, I mean, I know that movie inside and out, but I didn't read the book. Um, so, again, a lot of it's the same, 
Um, I was gonna say, I feel like it, like a lot of it's pretty much pretty accurate. Pretty close, yeah. Um, trying to see if there was any. I think there was a couple things where they like there was more done with the school teacher uh, or the school headmaster uh, trunchbull with other kids um, that they added in there. But for the most part, the thing about um, Roald Dahl's books are they are so small that it's easy. It's not like you know, the Lord of the Rings where they have to take things out or um, Harry Potter yeah. where they have to take things out. They're so small that they can't You have to just, make things up. They right. have to, yeah, add uh, to it. And so I think, like, for the most part, the Roald Dahl's book adaptions have been really good. Um, I haven't seen Fantastic Mr. Fox, but that's also a Roald Dahl um, adaption. Um, that's right. Big Friendly Giant, they did a fantastic job on. Uh, the newer one. Um, yeah, so, I mean, a lot of that, they just, because they are such small children books, it's easy to, like, make it the movie yeah. and add in the details that they need to. Right. Yeah. Um, I will say mm. one of my favorite coming-of-age novels is The Outsiders. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, that one... I have to say, me and my sister would sit and read this book for hours, and then we'd watch the movie. And a lot of it, this one too, is pretty close because the book isn't the book isn't that long. It's 192 pages, so it's like super small. Um, and if I remember correctly, did you, but did you know that off the top of your head it was 192 pages, or you you had that written down? If I told you I had it off the top of my head, <laughs> would that, that be super impressive? That would be impressive. Yeah, that'd be super impressive. So we'll just anyway, go with sorry. that. We'll go okay. with that. I got it off the top of my head. Okay. <laughs> um, See, I I loved the movie. Like, yeah, long time I, ago. I I, read, I remember reading the book too. I, I but I don't. It's the same. I think I don't think there I, was. There was. Yeah, a, I wa- I watched it recently. It's really cheesy. Oh, it's so cheesy, but it's so. Ralph yeah. Macchio really brings that movie down. <laughs> uh, <laughs> sure. You know what are you gonna do? <laughs> um. Yeah. Let's do it for Johnny, man. Let's do it for Johnny. Let's do it for Johnny, man. Let's do it for Johnny. I remember Pony Boy, like when he's fucking writing, like doing the, the voiceover of the letter he's sending. Ah, yeah, it's pretty cringy. When I walked out <laughs> of the darkness of the movie Gosh. house, and what's funny? Tell me you couldn't stop staring at, at what's his name? Ends too. See Thomas Howell's fucking mole that he has on his neck. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, totally. But, but I, I enjoyed that movie. Yeah, no, I. The one thing I can think about every time I think of that movie is Tom Cruise in it with his like gap in his teeth. Oh, I love yeah. that. Give me some Tom Cruise. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no. For the most part, this one really, um, this really is the same as well, um, which I think is why it's one of the movies that I really like as well as the books. Um, I'm trying to see. Yeah. Oh, we could probably do like one or two more and then be good with yeah. it. Okay. Um, one that I had to read a couple times, um, and the movie is just as sad, is The Boy in the Striped Pajamas. Oh, it, oh that yeah. movie. No, thank you. Oh, gosh. Have you seen it? I've seen the movie. I've never read the book. The, no, yeah. Have you seen the movie? I don't, yeah, I don't need to fucking watch it again. I'm good. Uh, <laughs> really? There's few, there's few movies that I'm just, you know, it's like, yeah. I'm good with one watch because because yeah. of the ending or because yes because like of the ending is it it's yeah. just so sad it's so sad um 
and a lot of a lot of the book is is the same again it's it's one of those books where it's a children's book it's i, I don't know how, why it's a children's book but it's a children's book yeah and is it really yeah yeah it's considered i a guess it i little, guess so i mean it's got a life lesson of never <laughs> never hang around the the concentration camps. Never go in a right. gas chamber. Know where your kids are at at all times. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's, um, that's kind of but it's it's a lot that's the same. Um, and the the emotions, they do such a good job of like taking that from the book and adding it into the movie. And again, the book is very child. Like it's very, it's written as if it's, it's a, a child writing it. Um, yeah. But they do a phenomenal job bringing that book to life on the big screen um it's so sad it, like i'm i'm thinking about it and I just want to cry it's so sad mm-hmm. it's such a sad just it's good it's good though yeah it's so good and that's why i i think that one has always stuck with me. i own the book it's literally on it's so sad got our boy ass butterfield in it yeah <laughs> Um, what other one? One more? Yeah, which one did you want to do? Do Fight Club. Fight Club? Oh, there we go. First rule about Fight Club. Now we're talking about it. Next Chuck one. Palinuk or Palinuk. Um, Palinuk. Palin, I think it's Palinuk. Never read, never read the book, though. Always wanted to. Never read it. Uh, Great movie. It's one that I also haven't read, but my mom talks about it a lot because she absolutely loves this author. Um, a lot of it's the same. Um, okay. The rules are all the same, and that I'm looking it up online, and it even gives you like where you can find it in the book, like what pages. Oh, um, that's cool. So, um, yeah, it. I'm curious to see if it was as as like anti-consumerism as uh, they kind of play it out in the movie. Let me see. It looks. Yeah. It it really looks like it is. Um, hey Seth, did you know Fight Club's about anti-consumerism? It's a social commentary <laughs> on. <laughs> oh, there's a metaphor to it. I mean, you know that. <laughs> Seth, did they break through and kill you? Seth just got raped by Bob the Builder. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh my gosh! Poor guy. I. Um. Yeah, a lot of. I mean, a lot of this is the same. A lot. Um. It talks. It hits home on hallucinations and um, insomnia because that's the main reason why. Um, the main person is experiencing all of this is because of the insomnia that he has. Insomnia. Um, insomnia, yeah. And uh, Tyler, like, just vanishes from this cult and no one can, like, find out where uh, he is. And- vanish like a thought in the wind. Yeah. <laughs> Up and vanish like a thought in the wind. <laughs> what say you, fuzzy britches? <laughs> <laughs> what Sorry. Always, you, back, always back to Shawshank. So I good. know, seriously. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. No, no, you're fine. So wait, what's like? What's give me like a big difference? The like the biggest difference between the book and the uh, the Let movie. See. I mean, does does he shoot himself? To yeah, does it end like that? Well, I mean, do they blow up all the uh, credit, all the credit buildings? So it looks like the narrator waits for the bomb to explode and kill him. The bomb malfunctions because Tyler mixed paraffin into the explosives. So still alive and holding Tyler's gun, the narrator makes the first decision that is truly his own. So this is kind of when you realize that he is um, yeah, not that he is Tyler um, and that's when he puts the gun in his mouth and shoots himself. 
God. But he wakes nice. up in a mental hospital, believing he's in heaven. Oh, okay, so that's different. Yeah, and he imagine imagines an argument with God over human nature. See, I like the uh, the, the movie Dang. version better. Just play the pixies holding hands. What's her face? So good, yeah, good stuff. Yeah, good movie. Probably a good book. <laughs> that's that's uh that's where we'll wrap it up. I think I've learned the one thing I learned. I like turtles. <laughs> <laughs> I like turtles. I like turtles. <laughs> well, Seth, you want to end it, or shall Seth, somebody are you else? here still? Or? I don't think Seth is here. I think he left like an unfriended. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's yeah, he's gone. Up and vanished like a fought in the wind. <laughs> well, Aunt T, you want to end it, or... <laughs> Uh, uh, later? I don't, I don't know. <laughs> oh, <laughs> God. Do you Jesus even listen Christ. to the podcast, T? Oh, totally. Wow, like, that's rude. all the time. Oh, my God. I'm subscribed. Well, thank you, everyone, for <laughs> listening. Interesting, uh, discussion today. Thanks for coming on. Uh, yeah, it was fun. No probs. Make sure to check out our social media that we're not doing anything with right now. <laughs> no videos, <laughs> no nothing. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, at Slacker Media. Uh, coming out with some stuff soon, so uh, be on the lookout for that. Um, anything? Any closing thoughts? No, I think we're good. End it. Let's get it What's done. better, the book or the movie? The book. The movie. The, the, book. the movie. What do you guys think? Let us know down below. What do you prefer, books or movies? With that, we'll end it. As always, thank you guys for listening, and go fuck yourselves.